Welcome to Torah Mecha Parsha with the OU Women's Initiative. Today we are studying Parsha Bishalach. As we continue on through Sefer Shemot and our study of the Sefer through the lens of the relationships in it, this week we are going to focus on the relationship between Miriam Hanaviah, the women of the Jewish people, and the Jewish nation as a whole. In Parak Tetvav, the 15th Parak of Sefer Shemot, the Jewish people have just crossed the Amps of the Red Sea, and the nation breaks out in song. Following the song of the entire nation, Miriam leads the women of the Jewish people, as it says in Pasuk Chaf, the 20th Pasuk, Vatikach Miriam Haneviyah Achot Aharon et Hatof Miriam, the prophetess, the sister of Aaron, takes a tambourine in her hand, all of the women follow out after her, they all take their instruments and they follow Miriam's lead. There are many questions that we could ask on this Pasuk, the first of which is, why is Miriam specifically called Miriam Haneviah, when any of the other six prophetesses that we know about, Sarah, Rivka, they're not addressed as Sarah Haneviah. Why is Miriam specifically called Miriam Haneviah? Another question we can ask is why is Miriam referred to as Achot Aharon, the sister of Aharon? But the question that I want to use this Pasuk, this verse as a springboard for, is was Miriam a leader? Was this in general her role in relation to the Jewish people? Was she a leader just to the women? Was she a political leader, a spiritual leader? And to understand and to try to answer that question, we are going to delve into three different approaches. The first approach is that of Rav Shimshon Rafal Hirsch. Rav Hirsch comments on this Pasuk and says, Amongst the women, Miriam occupied the position that Aaron held among the men. As Aaron spread amongst the men the word that was revealed to Moshe, so did Miriam amongst the women. So Rav Hirsch gives us a very technical explanation to our question. What was the relationship between Miriam and the Jewish people? Just as Aaron spread the words of Torah that Moshe brought down to the men, Miriam was in charge of spreading the words of Torah from Moshe to the women. This opinion and this approach is corroborated by other psukim. In Bamidbar Parak Yudbet, Pasuk Bet, um, the 12th Parak, the second Pasuk, Ve'yomer harak ach b'moshe diber Hashem, halo gambanu diber ve'yishma Hashem. Miriam, in the story in which her and Aaron speak lush and hara about Moshe, this is the words that Mo, that Miriam uses that she says halo gambanu diber vayishma hashem doesn't hashem also speak to us and the question can be asked is it possible that Miriam is really equating herself with the level at which Moshe Rabbeinu speaks to hashem we all know that Moshe was a prophet on a level that no other prophet reached but if we are looking at it through the approach of Rav Hirsch, we would say that Miriam is not saying that her and Aaron are equivalent to Moshe, rather that they are all working towards the same goal. That why should Moshe be held at so much higher of a level when they are all working to disseminate the word of Hashem to the nation of Israel? In Sefer Micha, in the sixth parak, Moshe affirms this approach as well. Micha says, Ki ha'al ticha me'erts mitzrayim u'mibit avadim pedi ticha ve'eshlach lefanecha et Moshe, Aaron, ve'miriam. Hashem says in Sefer Micha, Hashem says, I brought you up from the land of Egypt, I redeemed you from the house of bondage, and I sent before you Moshe, 
Aharon, and Miriam. That Hashem sent before us not just one leader in Moshe, but rather a leadership team comprised of Moshe, Aaron, and Miriam that each held their unique role. The second approach is a different approach and is that of the Chassam Sofer. The Chassam Sofer uses a much more spiritual approach than that of Rav Hirsch. Rav Hirsch can be seen as very much a practical approach that was political or um, very leadership focused in that Moshe was the one leader. Aaron and Miriam served sort of as his, his assistants on this leadership team. But the Chasm Sofer takes a much more spiritual approach. Rashi comments on our original Pasuk and says, Why did the, the question that Rashi asks is, Why did the women have these instruments with them? The women of the generation were so assured that Hashem would do for them miracles that they took out with them instruments from Mitzrayim so that they would be able to praise Hashem. The Chazam Sofer comments here and says, when it comes to the men, it states, They believed in Hashem and Moshe, his servant. The men believed that had Moshe not been present, Hashem would not have done these miracles through someone else. When it comes to the sin of Chita Egel, the men come to Aaron and they say, We don't know what happened to Moshe. Therefore, they ask for a figure, some sort of tangible thing on which Hashem's presence can rest. Uh, this is what the, Ramb- the Ramban explains, is that the nation of Israel was not trying to sin. Rather, they were looking for a replacement, not for Hashem. They were not looking to serve of Zara. Rather, they were looking for another conduit to Hashem, which is what they viewed Moshe as. But rather, the women believed in Miriam as well. Even though she had not done miracles, she had not really done anything. The women, because of the role of Miriam, had a very different understanding. They understood that just like Miriam was there, even though she had not physically been the one to do anything, she was there and she was part of the miracle and they believed in her as well. And that is how they saw Moshe. They saw Moshe as someone who was simply carrying out the miracles of Hashem. And if Moshe had not been there, the women saw through their belief in Miriam that Hashem would have chosen someone else. Therefore, the women were not as shaken by the supposed disappearance, disappearance of Moshe and therefore did not want to participate in Chayta Egal. So what is the Chassam Sofer telling us? What is the role of Miriam? It is much more spiritual in nature that the women saw Miriam as a spiritual role model. She is one who guided them when it came to leaving Egypt. She was the one who encouraged them and reminded them and 
push them to believe that Hashem would perform miracles for them and encourage them to grow spiritually, to bring those two to bring those instruments with them because she was the one who had built up their emuna to recognize that Hashem was going to do miracles for them. What comes out of this approach of the Chassam Sofer is that Miriam was an extremely effective leader because as we know, the most effective leaders do not foster belief in themselves. Rather, they foster belief in their cause. And Miriam was seemingly an exemplar of this model, that she pushed the women of the Jewish people to believe in Hashem, not in her specifically. The third approach is one that is presented by Rabbi Shmuel Golden. Rabbi Golden points us to two psukim in Shemot Parak Tetvav in the 15th Parak. The first is Pasuk Aleph. As Yashir Moshe Ubina Yisrael at Hashira Hazot Lashem, Vayamrule Mor Ashira Lahashem Kiga Ogaa, Susvera Chvorama Bayam. This is the first Pasuk of the Shira Hayam, the Song of the Sea, that we repeat daily, in which Moshe says, Ashira Lashem, we should praise Hashem. Rabbi Golden contrasts this with Shemot Parak Tetvav, the 15th Parak, Pasuk Chaf Aleph, the 21st verse. Vata'an lahem Miriam, after the men complete their song, Miriam responds and says, Shiru lashem ki As opposed to Moshe who had said, we will praise Hashem, Miriam says simply, praise Hashem, Shiru lashem. What is the point here? Moshe was saying, we will praise Hashem for everything he has done for us. He is encouraging the men to praise Hashem, but it is in future tense. Miriam is saying, no, no, no. We are not waiting for anything further to happen. Rather, we should be here. We should praise Hashem right now for everything he has done for us. And then we are going to move on. We are not going to wait for anything further. We need to keep moving. We need to keep pushing forward because we are not at our final destination. Miriam recognized that while they had just crossed the Red Sea, they still had a ways to go. She knew that the point was for them to arrive at Harsinai to experience Matan Torah, to receive the Torah. That stopping here at at um, the Yamsof was not going to be enough. And therefore, we see in the next Pasuk, in the 22nd verse, This was the push Moshe needed, and he brought along the Jewish people. He caused B'nai Israel to travel from there. And now we move on to the next story in which they were searching for water. But we see here at the Yamsof that, that Miriam is this impetus for moving forward. She is the motivator. She is the one pushing the nation forward. And Rabbi Golden wants to state that Miriam was not simply a political leader. She was not simply a spiritual role model, but she was the driving force constantly pushing the, na- the nation forward. We see this trait of hers in almost every story that appears with Miriam. The first was that Miriam was one of the Mialdot, according to Rashi and the Midrashim, that she was the one who saw a situation in, in which Paro wanted to put an end to the Jewish people, and she, along with her mother Yocheved, said, no, we are not going to stunt the growth of the Jewish people, rather we are going to continue to encourage them to grow. We are not going to carry out Paro's plan to stop the nation, we will act on our own because we know this is what Hashem wants. Hashem wants us to continue forward. Again, we see Miriam 
as the Midrashim explained to us, that Miriam was the impetus in the story that brought her father and mother back together. That as it says in Shemot Parak Bet, the second parak of Shemot, Vayilach ish mi Levi, Vayikach et Bat Levi. The Mepharshim asks here, who is this Ben Levi? Who is this Ishmi Bet Levi? And who is this Bat Levi? It is none other than Amram and Yocheved, the parents of Moshe. That the Midrashim tell us that Amram and Yocheved were leaders of the generation. And when Paro had decreed against the Jewish baby boys that all Jewish baby boys should be killed, they had separated from one another. They said, what is the purpose of having children if they are going to be killed? And Miriam, as it explains to us in the Gemara and Sota, had approached her father and said, you are worse than Paro because Paro has decreed only against the baby boys and you have decreed against the girls as well. Paro has decreed only against babies in this world and you have decreed also against babies in the world to come. That Paro is just asking that all Jewish baby boys should be killed. You are preventing the growth of the Jewish nation. And it is because of these harsh words of Miriam that Amram had reunited with his wife, Yochaved. Again, later on, even in the story of the Lashon Hara, when Miriam and Aaron were speaking about Moshe, what Rashi tells us there is what was the point that Miriam was picking up on? What was she criticizing Moshe about? She was criticizing Moshe that he had separated from his wife, Tzipora. Because Miriam always looked at the situation and says, how can we continue the growth of the Jewish people? How can we continue on as a nation? How can we continue to move forward? And by seeing Moshe separate from Tzipora, she saw an opportunity for growth that was not being taken. She saw Moshe, whether knowingly or unknowingly, whether for a good purpose or a not worthwhile purpose, was stunting the growth of the Jewish people. And Miriam was trying to fight against this. And lastly, we see this in the schus of Miriam that carries on after she has left the nation. The Gemara in Tainus tells us that Rabbi Yossi bar Rabbi Yehudomer, Shlosha Parnasim Tovim Abduli Israel. There were three great merits that were presented to the Jewish people Eluhin, Moshe, Ve'aron, Ve'miriam. These were the three people that gave great zechuyo, great merits to the Jewish people. And the Jewish people received three great gifts through their hands. The well, the Anan, and the Anane Hakabu, the protective clouds, and the food that fell from heaven. What was in the merit of Miriam? The Be'er Mayim, the water source that came out from a rock. And how does this fit in with our third approach that Miriam was this motivator, that Miriam was this driving force of the nation? Because water is always moving. We call water in the Torah in many places, mayim chayim, lively water, water is that is continually going. Because if water is stagnant, that is when trouble brews. That is when we can have bacteria grow and different harmful things that can come from water if water stagnates for too long. Water is constantly moving, water is moving forward, and it is only because water is always moving that it is able to serve as our life source, that it is able to continue to nourish the entire world. And this was so exemplary of Miriam, that Miriam was also that person that was always moving forward. She was that life force of the nation because she never stopped going. She never stopped motiva motivating the nation to continue on and to continue to grow. So what was the relationship of Miriam to the nation of Israel? 
either. She was a political leader. She served as the assistant to Moshe, the conduit between Moshe and the women of the Jewish people. Or Miriam was the spiritual role model of the nation. Or lastly, which I believe can encompass the other two, Miriam was the driving force behind the nation. Whether it was by presenting to them the words of Hashem from the mouth of Moshe, or whether it was by serving as a spiritual role model, or whether it was stepping up and taking that leadership role when it was needed, Miriam was the one constantly encouraging the Jewish people to move forward. So may we, Emir Tashem, be able to embody this lesson from Miriam and be able to serve as that motivating motivator in our own lives, to be able to continue to move forward on our own, to continue to grow spiritually, and to continue on whatever life presents us with, to just keep moving forward. May we be able to serve in that role for ourselves, to motivate ourselves, and most importantly, to continue to push and motivate those around us to continue to grow and grow. Thank you for learning and for studying together with the OU Women's Initiative.